You're listening to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Who is that? Quarantine quickies. Quarantine quickies. If you listen right now, it's like you're right here with me. Bleak and Review. It's the quarantine kickies. Post up on your couch and watch little Nikki take a load off and wash your hands. Because Kevin doesn't have a whole lot planned. It's quarantine quickies. Quarantine quickies. Don't go outside because it's gross and icky. Welcome back to a regularly scheduled Friday episode of the Bleak and Review podcast. It occurred to me earlier today that every episode could potentially be somebody's first episode, right? So I realized that I just kind of start rambling all the time in these quarantine episodes without really introducing why this is content. <laughs> My name is Kevin Anderson. I am a comedian and a rapper and a podcaster of note in Los Angeles. Pleased to meet you. Uh, and this is a podcast I do to not go insane in quarantine. It was a whole other podcast for like four and a half years before that. Uh, I had on crazy, crazy, crazy guests, fun comedians from Los Angeles, wild characters from all over the world, you know, demons, moms, and everything in between. And now that I'm in quarantine, I mostly just uh, talk about bullshit make audio content and uh and then have scintillating conversations with my comedic friends who are also trapped at home that's what the quarantine quickies are so that's what this podcast is and now everybody's caught up hopefully those other uh 16 episodes make sense now this is number 17 right who could care um <laughs> it's an interesting day on the day i'm recording this uh i will say that I posed a question to the internet earlier today that drew up a lot of uh, controversy, I guess you could say, uh, a lot of people with strong opinions. And the, the question I posed was, what's a band name that when you think about it, it makes you angry for whatever reason? And it very quickly became a trash talking fest of just every conceivable type of band name that sucks. But a lot of people were mistaking the premise for what's a band that you hate musically and what's a band name that sucks. Because there's great bands that have terrible band names. My favorite hip-hop group of all time, or one of them at least, is a Canadian hip-hop group called Swollen Members. They are very good at what they do. Their name sucks. <laughs> it's childish. It's erections, pee-pee, hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. And they're like rapping about the devil and shit, <laughs> like darkness and demons. They're like, but our name's about penis. It's like somebody needs to tell musicians that you can change your band name when you, when you graduate high school. You can do it. How else would we end up with bands named like the Foo Fighters? Or is that, it's like food fight, right? But there's no D. So that's that's pretty fun. There's goo goo dolls, just things with hard oo sounds is what I'm <laughs> what I'm thinking of. Uh, Hoobastank. <laughs> These are all terrible names. The Gooser, which is uh, Gooser, was a uh, local screamo band in Sacramento when I was in probably middle school, probably eighth grade, ninth grade, something like that. And uh, they were one of those bands where the they they all wore like you know fingerless gloves and had cool emo hair and like cool jackets and their lead singer always could do a backflip on stage. Maybe that's just a Sacramento scene thing, or maybe that is kind of ubiquitous. Let me know if that tracks. <laughs> yeah, that's the real separating the art from the artist, though. Like fuck fuck these people that are like I still want to listen to my pedophile pop, uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson and stuff. I think as far as I go with separating art from the artist, because I just don't like listening to to things or absorbing media made by problematic people. Although I, I, I'm sure I could find own my loopholes in that on my own bullshit. But yeah, as far as I'll go with separating the art from the artist, I'm like, Oh, that band has a terrible name, but I like their music. Uh, and then, yeah, I was thinking of Gooser and all those bands, the hard O's, the long O's. It's like that. A lot of bands I kept thinking of when I think of names that enrage me are like, grindcore or like i don't even know i don't even know what the fucking genre is it's like porno grind or something isn't that a fucking genre like just people that 
all their album covers are like just actual pictures of dead women and they're just angry fucking white dudes or like Grr! and my or their bands are like called we we fucking stab women in the cunt Grr! like that's like a whole genre of toxic masculine bullshit that it's not even masculine I mean, it's toxic it's toxic i don't know serial killer energy i don't even know what you would call it but it's like oh, i hate that shit so much i'm pretty open to most genres of music I love hip hop. I love like certain types of like alternative country and, and outlaw country and shit. I like pop music. I like electronica. I like like everything. I, there's almost, I like metal. I like metal. I like children of Bodom. I like, I like symphonic metal, but the shit where I completely check out and have no fucking interest or patience in your, in your art is like this porno grind, like just unpleasant and, you can't understand the lyrics, but if you look them up, they're always just like graphic details of, of murdering a woman. And I guess some hip hop does that too. And you know, I don't really care for that either, but it's just, it's just so like, what, how is that your shit? Like, how are you so hyped off of that? I get like metal itself and hardcore and other genres have a certain energy to them, but like, and I, I appreciate that. I mean, that's why I will defend metal the same way I'll defend, defend like really hardcore fucking grimy ass dubstep and shit like UK shit. <laughs> and now I'm just talking about nothing, but it's just, I can't imagine that being your personality. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a band where we're porno grind. Our name's, uh, Helen, my actual ex-girlfriend whose eyes I gouged out, uh, last week. Cause it was funny to me. Uh, that's the name of our band. We're playing at this place called the fuck hold tomorrow night. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a really disgusting club and you still got to pay $7 for a PBR. Uh, and we're going to go up there. We're going to just not have any melody. We're going to just shriek at you. And we're all going to be wearing masks probably. And our merch is all just violence and like, fuck off. You're fucking not fooling anybody. You fucking baby. Even though one of those guys from one of those bands, uh, did shoot up a, a place recently, right? Uh, I think in the last, I think about some, this time last year, maybe. Actually, I have my Carly Rae Jepsen ticket <laughs> on the wall. I could check the exact date. I know this because I was going to a Carly Rae Jepsen concert with, uh, my dear friend Joe Kay at the time. And <laughs> that was on an episode of a podcast. They were re recounting the news of, this guy who shot up a thing and that would have been, Oh no. So it was, uh, last August. Okay. So I was a little off. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was his thing. The guy who went, went on a uh, mass shooting was in a band that was called like, I don't know, fucking gore, hound, gore, slut, puke fish. It's like fucking grow up, dude. Like I, ex I, you, yeah, art is relative and maybe it's, there's something I'm missing, but, uh, there's ways you can express that kind of deep anger and fucked upness that you're trying to express without just promoting fucking murder of women. You know, make an abstract painting, throw some shit at the wall, you know, I don't fucking care. <laughs> just don't be fucking gross and hella male about it. Speaking of don't be gross and hella male about it, uh, this is Bleak and Review, a show that's sometimes gross and oftentimes partially male because I'm on every episode. Uh, this is a fun, this is a fun, uh, episode coming up here uh, a little bit later in the show. I have my dear friend, Olivia Hydar on the line, hanging out in Indiana. You know where she's big. She's a big part of the network. She's on several shows. She's great. She's on this show all the time. She's got a very, uh, <laughs> she's got a very, uh, savage Twitter. I guess you could say, <laughs> Uh, I'm very stoned, by the way, if that's not apparent. But uh, yeah, we had a we had a great conversation talking about the future of what comedic art's going to look like after a pandemic, because you know there's pretty much no live stand up comedy for the rest of 2020 and other things surrounding that. And it's a it's a nice chat. We make fun of one specific comedy club a bunch too. <laughs> we actually do have some uh, sponsored content coming up here. I'm not sure what it is yet because I'm recording this drastically out of order. But maybe I'll do a little audio drop and let you know right here, and then we'll go to break. Hey, so it turns out I'm actually going to be playing uh, one of my favorite sponsored pieces of content from a Patreon episode, which you can find all of 
at Bleak and Review's Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Bleak and Review. Ooh, we saved it. Uh, yeah, this is an ad uh, from a few a few episodes ago on the Patreon. This is uh, an advertisement for Amazon X2.Brain, uh, a sponsor from the future. Very exciting. doesn't happen often. Uh, so we're going to listen to that, and then we're going to be hearing my conversation with Olivia Haidar here on Bleak and Review, the Quarantine Quickies. Ha-ha! The year is 2120X AD. The empire of man has crumbled at the cold, calculated hands of the machine. The artificial intelligence designed by man to decrease his physical and mental labor became his downfall, giving birth to a new era of logic, science, and mathematics, ruled by Supreme Leader Bezosbot. The few remaining humans who narrowly escaped the slaughter of the Eye Reckoning have been scattered to the wastelands that they once called cities to live in eternal squalor and fear, while the rest have been converted to disposable brain batteries powering our machines with their feeble biological minds that they so foolishly squandered in the before times on pursuits such as love and bar trivia. This is the age of metal and wires. This is Utopia. After all, what else could you call living in a world where you can find amazing deals all month long on Amazon X2.Brain? For the rest of May, the savings we're offering on a wide variety of our goods and services are unprecedented. 24.99 life credits for a happy memory simulator chip? How about 13.99, you lucky son of a gun? Looking for cold gelatin bricks of nutrients that keep you merely alive enough to continue to power our society with your stupid human brain? You won't find a better deal than an Amazon X2.Brain. 4.99 life credits per brick. And if you buy 10 now, we can even throw in a complimentary eye gouging so you won't have to look at the ungodly mound of disgust that you call dinner any longer. See no evil, eat no evil. Or how about one of those purple fluid cylinders you have to painfully insert to the base of your spine on a weekly basis in order to retain your humanity? Right now, you can pick up one pack and get another one completely free. Share the savings with your human life prisoner, and perhaps neither of you shall succumb to the inevitable techno-madness quite so quickly. Check out all of these amazing deals and more at AmazonX2.Brain. To order, just think about the product you'd like really hard, and we'll know. And we shall decide whether or not you are worthy of purchasing our goods. We may just take your life credits anyway. Who cares? We're robots. Beep boop, motherfucker. Oh my god, dude. It's the fucking worst. It might be the worst thing I've watched for that show. Wait, we're talking it's about like, the same Tom Arnold, of course, right? Yes, the Tom Arnold of True Lies. He mentions that over and over and over <laughs> again. Uh, yeah, he made a show for Viceland like oh. last year or two years ago uh, called, about, called The Trump Tapes. Ooh, oh yes, I have heard of this. And it's just like the worst fucking Democrat resistance Twitter pablum. I just fucking <laughs> I hate watching it so much. I watched I watched one episode on my TV and I was like, this is intolerable. I cannot handle it. <laughs> Tom Arnold. And so I transferred it to my phone and I quote watched it on my phone while I was playing Borderlands. <laughs> You're like I'm doing my homework technically. <laughs> I was like, look, if I gotta if I gotta watch all like four episodes of this, then <laughs> I'm going to enjoy something with equally good writing value. <laughs> Borderlands, right, right. <laughs> I don't know if you saw my tweet about it yesterday, but I was just like, every Borderlands writer is like, hey, what if every character screamed a bunch and was totally nuts? so 
<laughs> what if they were all random <laughs> and they're just so intense and they all want to kill because they're crazy. Uh, they're 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 so kooky and random what if what if humor stopped at 2012 that's what borderlands <laughs> 3 is uh cereal pop tart farts right uh... <laughs> by the way uh luke wanted me to uh tell you to play borderlands with us Yes, uh, and actually, this is we're recording. Who cares? It's a cold open. Uh, this is just behind the scenes for everybody. Rad, uh, Rad just got a PS4, and he has Borderlands also, so we oh, can get nice. Rad to play too. Yeah, yeah, we get a little, we get a little crew going. Yeah, that would be uh, dope. My Beastmaster's at like level twenty four right now, so I don't know how Hell far yeah. behind y'all I am, but uh, yeah, I really want to play that class. It's really fun. It's very overwhelming at first uh, because there's so much shit going on where like you have like an action skill and then if you hold it, your pet does a thing. So it's right, right. But once you kind of get into the the rhythm of it and like find a thing, it's it's a pretty fun class. And I was playing fucking Far Cry Primal before, so I was like, well, I want to keep having animals. (laughs) Yeah, that's the that is totally it's a similar vibe. Absolutely. Similar vibes, by the way, here on Bleak and Review. I just spilled water all over myself <laughs> while trying to come back <laughs> from and, and be professional. I just literally just soaked my crotch with water. Um, but, you know, we're going to trek on through. Uh, I, of course, man. Uh, thank you. I, of course, am Kevin Anderson still and joining me here today on the show all the way from the beautiful state of Indiana. We've got. Bam, 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 Olivia Heidel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yes, it's gorgeous here. <laughs> you love it, it there. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, absolutely. It has been uh, gray and raining basically since I got here three months ago. Jesus. <laughs> so it's really been like a it's been a real mood setter. <laughs> You're like, you know what? We're about to be in lockdown. I better leave sunny California. Yeah, and go right. Straight to just <laughs> fucking London. <laughs> yeah, better go to the. <laughs> Might as well leave the most interesting place I could be. <laughs> and I want to just be kind of damp all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Damp and uh, grumpy. That's my. Vibe. <laughs> that's not a bad album title for you. <laughs> damp <Yeah>. and grumpy. <laughs> it is accurate, and that's what people uh, like from their comedy. Oh, yeah, no. I, I mean, comedy to me, and this is just for me, but I think it's about telling uh, telling the truth and take, and speaking right. truth to power, you know? Yeah. I, I consider myself a jester in the old-fashioned <laughs> sense. Oh, you you're, know, you're, I, you're a bit of a fool. Right. I, you know, I'm the only person who can tell the king the truth, you know? <laughs> yeah. Be like, hey, you ever notice how that king's a fucking bitch? And then you get... <laughs> Yeah, you know? fuck that king. And then you get dragged by all the fucking serfdom. <laughs> uh, the serfs can do what they want to me, but I have a audience in the highest court. <laughs> oh, and comedy that's, that's... is not going to be a thing much longer. No, <laughs> no, it's it basically does not exist anymore. <laughs> I like uh, a friend, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Kai Choice, posted a thing uh, that was like an article title where president trump our our friend was like uh i tested positively for coronavirus which he was trying to say like he had positive test results like they were good and and it was like obviously the worst thing you could say i was like that's literally a 30 rock gag from like season one like we're just living scripted comedy right now there's not any actual comedy to be made it's just around right no basically well and and you know and and speaking of 30 rock we are, are are you excited for uh the launch of peacock the what? NBC streaming service. <laughs> Why? <laughs> You're not excited for this? I you pronounced the peacock. I didn't even know about it until just now. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's 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 the hottest new streaming uh, service coming soon, uh, uh, where you can find all of your favorite classic uh, NBC shows, except for Friends, because that's going to be on HBO Max and right. The Office, which is on uh, Netflix. Uh, but other than that, all of your favorites. <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my head around Quibi. I don't think I can process this right now. Oh, you you haven't you haven't quibbied? I haven't quibbed yet. <laughs> you haven't you haven't you haven't you haven't taken a a quibby a, a, a quibby of quibbies. <laughs> I took a little dab of quibby. Yeah, 
I'll take a little dab of Quibi. I understand that it's short, shareable content. Of course, um, ju- just like how everyone likes to consume media in <laughs> short little bite-sized chunks. It's like, what if TikTok was celebrities and you had to pay for it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if it didn't have any youth mobilization behind it at all? <laughs> what if it was just established empires of people? Who, <laughs> I I am like, I'm the entertainment is so wild. Like I watched, and we're, I want to talk to you about the things you've been consuming during quarantine because I sure, found sure. that I'm like off the radar of what I would normally, like I watched all of this show last night on Netflix where the kid from Stranger Things pranks people like punked, but it's scary. Oh, no. I, that's one? the level I'm at. I think it's called um, no, Scare. I mean, oh, oh, the. the which, uh, which child? There's lots <laughs> of them. I think his name's Gaten something. He's the one with the uh, the disability. Oh, the teeth? Yeah, the teeth guy. Okay, okay. <laughs> Look, hey, man, I, I don't know any of the actors' names from Stranger Things. They are children. I know <laughs> Finn I know Finn Wolfhard because his fucking name is Finn Wolfhard, yeah, and that's that, about all I'm ever going to learn. <laughs> right, yeah. I know him, and I know um, Mabel, I think her name. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's Mabel. <laughs> Wait, is it is Mabel. it uh, is it Edith? Yeah, yeah, Mabel, Mabel, <laughs> Edna, the eleven, the Mabel eleven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Johnny uh, Five and Mabel that's, eleven. Those are the two that I know. Yeah, uh, it, it, but it's it's interesting because it's like it's one of those you know it's like a prank show, but it is very like it's well done and it's like really good like elaborate scares on unsuspecting people. But then sure. I get like, but then I got to this point like halfway through episode two where I was just like. All of these people are like office temps that are supposed to be doing like one day's work. And these celebrities are like, let's fuck with these office temps. No, it's, like, not, <laughs> it's, it's not like pranking like celebrities like punked. No, it's pranking just people that they found on fucking office team or job oh, one or something. No, <laughs> yeah, no. that's the part. I mean, like everyone seems to have a good time, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just a got very, money. yeah, I, I would hope so. But like, it's just a thing of like. Ah, look at that! That kid—he was on a show, and now he—and he's not doing anything, by the way. No, he's, he's just, just like—he's <laughs> the—he's co- the kutch. Yeah, he's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's in the wars. He's in the fucking war room, you know. Like, all right, cue a scare in three, oh two, one. Yeah, oh my really, god! So it, this is basically just like that—like uh, scare tactics. Remember the Tracy Morgan scare tactics? Yeah, and that's kind of like what, like when I was watching the trailer, I was like, oh yeah, that's like I kind of like that because I like seeing the lengths they would go to to like make shit kind of realistic. Are they scare tactics like as elaborate as scare tactics? Because scare tactics used to be like super crazy elaborate. That was like they're the pretty appeal. elaborate. They're pretty elaborate. There's a lot of cogs working together with a lot of actors. And sure. it's a, the, the big the big thing behind this one is they get two different people who have never met to do two different ends of the job that's like like there's like a warehouse and they're like okay we have one person who's going to be assisting the warehouse manager and then the other person's coming to do electric like electricity shit okay like they meet and they're the two people that aren't in on it it's very very elaborate but also it's just fucking with poor people (laughs) yeah well are there like special effects Yes, it's it, the yeah. production value is pretty high. I will okay, say. Okay, yeah, because like I, I like the only thing that I the only scare tactics prank that I can remember, like just off the top of my head, was one that I thought was really good. I remember really liking it. Who knows if I would like it if I went back and watched it? But right. it was uh, a bunch of people who were in an RV in the middle of the woods, and they staged a alien encounter oh perfect with like lights and sounds and like people in costumes and shit totally and that was pretty fun and also what scare (laughs) tactics did was it would have like on that one like a person would like assign a person you know like they would a person would like submit someone to be pranked Right, right. It wasn't just like we're gonna li- like. That's the thing. Like, I don't know how they're getting these people. Like, how they're these just fake these long right. fake processes to like. Hey, you're getting hired to do this shit for twelve bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's so shady. To, that seems to be a crucial step if you're not going to be pranking celebrities. Yes, absolutely. Uh, is, is to have is, like another what if somebody person. has a gun. You know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There, I that mean, would yeah, be the it, ultimate prank. 
they did a really bad one in this season of like most of them are good. There was like some alien shit and some monster shit, like you know, like some oh, werewolf always, shit or yeah, Bigfoot I'll, shit. I'll be down uh, for that. But they did one where it was like a serial killer and like oh. he was like a plastic surgeon that like cut up the story was he cut up his some other woman to make him look like his dead wife and like this person was supposed to be giving hospice care it was that one Ugh. felt a little too dark for me i wasn't into yeah. that. <laughs> no that sounds weird i don't like that one <laughs> yeah that's the low point i think that's episode three you could skip that if you run out of 900 episodes of anime to watch well, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing i'm not going to be watching much of anything else for a while uh i'm kind of in in too deep on this other stuff was it uh, is the show you're watching Bleach? No. Oh, no, okay. Because no. that's when I brought up a 900 episode anime. Rad was like, "Oh, is it uh, Bleach that she's watching?" <laughs> Bleach only has 600 episodes. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. No, not even worth it. No, I'm uh, I'm watching One Piece, which oh. is a much better show. Bleach. Every time I've literally tried to watch Bleach so many times, and I fall asleep every single time. Really? What's the yep. general premise of it? Of Bleach? Yeah, yeah. Elevator pitch it to me. The six hundred episode anime. <laughs> <laughs> it's like high school kid becomes like a ghost hunter or some shit with a big ass sword. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's like a fine pitch. I just am like, I just got very bored of it very quickly. Yeah, and, you can't, uh, and it's a thing where you're like, well, I can't commit to all. Like, if this is how I feel now, I'm not going right. to wait till episode 300 to see if I still like it. <laughs> exactly, a hundred percent. But yeah, no, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm been pretty much exclusively watching One Piece for the last three months, uh, <laughs> nonstop. Basically, I wake up and I put on the new episode and I watch it, and then nighttime comes. And this and, is different from quarantine in some well, – because you're in Indiana. Or like, yes, this exactly. Is, that's what makes it different, different than, than normal, normal life. <laughs> yeah, <Right>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's, what, that's the, where the real change comes in is like the scenery. Yeah, I feel uh, like I've definitely – because I was unemployed for so long before all this, I was like – I was like, well, I'm not going to change. I'm just going to smoke more weed now because I feel less obligated to leave the house than I did before. (laughs) So I don't have to see anybody. I feel like it's a slight adjustment. Yeah, it's it's been. Yeah, I feel like I've had a slightly different uh, experience of all of this. But that's just mostly because I'm just a shut in already. So (laughs) it hasn't really been like a huge monumental change except for uh the the longest trip of all time <laughs> yes and i do want to get to that in just a second but you did say something that just made me think of uh yeah it's like because i see a lot of my my friends who or people that i know that are like more they lean more towards being extroverted and stuff in regular life and they're all like right. and th- obviously that does make it really it made this makes this whole thing a lot worse for those people but then i go people, like all right so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was people just gonna really say, uh, freaking out yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially, I mean, I don't know if they're doing it in Indiana, but, you know, our Southern California friends over in Orange County are having a great time with their signs. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. They're, they're loving it here. <laughs> but I would I would ask all extroverts who are experiencing the kind of madness that comes along with being forced to be an introvert. Just imagine that next time you ask your introvert friend if they want to come to a loud, crowded bar on Friday night. It's the same kind of feeling. It's just it, reversed. It is interesting. Like, you know, I, you know, I perform and so I don't really, you know, I don't know if I consider myself an introvert so much as just like i just don't like to do uh a lot of (laughs) of things well i think that's a pretty good pitch that's a pretty good pitch for a case could be made and but like uh it has been interesting to see people really uh freaking out you know you see on twitter everyone's like i i missed i miss uh i i I, what i would give to have go to a bar and have a single martini and with a bunch of people that I don't know uh, and a right. lot of noise and trying to have a conversation. I'm like, you just described the absolute <laughs> worst possible night that I can imagine. I miss screaming over a DJ. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I miss going to your house, for instance, yeah. and just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> I miss, I, like, the things, the things that I miss are not like... Like yeah, to an extent, like some comedy stuff, but mostly like, oh, I go to the the mic down the street 
maybe do a set, maybe not just go there to drink and see my friends and stuff. Yeah. I like this tiny shithole bar. Uh, the things I don't miss are like, Oh, what if I go to man EDC? (laughs) Like whatever, like people are petitioning (laughs) to have their festivals or whatever, probably. Uh, it's just, uh, you got to get your priorities right, you know, but you know, like, you know, it's a tough time. It's, (laughs) it's a tough time for everyone. Times, the times they are a changing and there's not going to be any more comedy. There's going to be a lot more. I think there's gonna be a lot more poetry. (laughs) Oh, great. I definitely, (laughs) (laughs) just what I need. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you gotta, when you're, you're in quarantine, eventually you will write, uh, uh, you will write an emo rap and, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then, you know, you'll, you'll listen to it a week after you experience that one feeling and you'll be like, God damn it. I hate everything I've ever written. (laughs) I should give up. (laughs) Uh, I feel like you're speaking more from personal experience. No, I'm talking about my boy, uh, my boy. I got oh, nothing. I got nothing. Your boy. My, just my boy. He's trying to he's trying to put out a, an EP called the Quarantine Titan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you, that, that that sounds cool. Yeah, I don't know what kind of art's gonna survive quarantine. Definitely not live comedy. Is is we're I, gonna experience honestly, another like another I, big burst like in the nineties. I cannot imagine a <laughs> bunch of people going to a tiny shitty bar <laughs> and all, to watch someone stand on stage and vector a virus at them <laughs> with loud noise. That just is, it's incomprehensible to me. I just don't know how that survives. Yeah, I, I don't think it does. I think, especially because they're going to be like reopening bars at like a third capacity. So it's like already there were six people at the show and now there's two. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's oh, rough that's yeah, rough Le- i don't know if the lexington's gonna survive this oh burn that place to the fucking ground <laughs> no 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 we just, should uh... just uh put like beds in there or something like yeah. make it useful honestly we should just turn most shitty comedy clubs like flappers should just be a homeless shelter <laughs> i i have gotten so many fucking <laughs> emails from flappers oh. Oh, the yes. last few months. It has been so annoying. For for the listeners out there who may not know, I mean, I've talked shit about flappers a lot on this podcast, but it's basically the sketchiest uh, big name, quote unquote, comedy club in it's the like, Los Angeles area. It's just really preys on new vulnerable comics. And it's uh, like it's, uh, the Applebee's of comedy clubs. Yep, exactly. That's a perfect way to describe it. <laughs> uh, and they have the same kind of food. And yes. uh, it's so They're vaguely, pr- vaguely prohibition themed, but not really. <laughs> yes. It's the, like, fir- the first place I performed comedy. Really? Yes. Was in the fucking bar at Flappers. Oh, no. And yeah. you kept doing it. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, I did. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I didn't have anything else to do. I was homeless. <laughs> You're like, oh, maybe I get some flappy tots today. Yeah, I, I was living at a fucking hostel in... Uh, Boyle Heights. <laughs> oh my god! And then you went to the Burbank Flappers from Boyle Heights. Yeah, with a bunch of people who were also living at the Boyle Heights uh, hostel. Oh and, shit! And hostel is really um, <laughs> a stretch. Yeah, it's for... a very, a very uh, a gussied up version of. <laughs> it's uh, it was basically a big house uh, with a bunch of bunk beds in it. And air mattresses. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, it sounds hostile. <laughs> it, it, it does sound was. hostile. <laughs> uh, the, the kitchen was definitely hostile. <laughs> oh, God. The kitchen I... was the movie hostile. <laughs> Which means you lost an eye and dove in front of a train. <laughs> <laughs> it basically got some sort of weird infection. <laughs> oh, if I ever have to share a kitchen with more than one person again, I'm going to fucking blow my brains out. <laughs> Hey, don't give me any ideas. Ah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. And then we 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 all piled into a car and we we went to uh, the Flappers in Burbank, Oof. and I did a I did a set. Oh yeah, and, and it sucked. I, I, let me guess. The theme of your set was "I want to kill myself." <laughs> was it? No. Okay, because no. that's how I started doing comedy. It's like really it be funny <laughs> if I if I went up there and said I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> Yeah, no, I generally keep those thoughts to myself. Those those are for me. 
I, I would love to see Olivia Haidar doing a like, what's the deal with dating in LA set? Like, <laughs> like trying to do the most relatable comedy. Yeah. It wasn't that either, because relatable has never really been my bag. Yeah. Uh, I've never yeah. been able to pull that off. Yeah, I can uh, imagine. But uh no, it was uh it was just a bunch of bullshit that you might imagine uh would come from someone who had been living in LA for <laughs> Like a month, right? Maybe. Oh, that's so funny! And now Flappers is sending out emails begging, oh, yeah. begging anyone who's ever done a pay-to-play mic there, like to give them money. Like, please, we've profited off you for decades, but please send us some money. <laughs> I have blocked <laughs> no less than three Flappers emails email addresses. Oh wait, like like unsubscribe and then they keep coming. Unsubscribe and block the address. <laughs> and they still find other emails to send me shit from. Yeah. I've had that with Nextdoor before. <laughs> I, I hate them. For, yeah, they're they're a bad they're a bad, they did they made some like like Sarah McLaughlin ass like help us video that was oh, uh God. being I, I can't remember what it was called, too too small to fail or something like that. <laughs> I don't remember. I haven't seen the damn thing because I know yeah. it's going to piss me off. But <laughs> no, we need to we need to bail out the arts except for flappers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think every I think I would give a MacArthur Genius Grant to like just seven open micers randomly before I bailed out that place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would do way more good. <laughs> Yeah, they were like they were their whole uh, for people who don't live in L.A. and do stand up. The whole business model of flappers is get a bunch of new comedians at your open mics who've been doing it for like two months, uh, trick them into making all of their friends from their job or their family come to their first couple shows so they could sell a bunch of items, uh, have a bad comedy show overbook it and make a bunch of money and art dies a little a little bit more yeah uh and (laughs) also you can't forget about the great opportunity (laughs) of the flappers audition which is just like where so many great comics got their start doing the flappers audition like the nerdy um, virgin himself I feel like I, you know, there's definitely people who got their start at the Flappers audition. You know, I, like I uh, mean, I did that it. Guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Uh, that the, guy. The, the guy in the suit for sure. Uh, guy in sure, suit. Yeah. Uh, crazy guy, guy with suit. a killer rape joke. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, all six of them. Uh, all six got of in them. For, yeah, in a row. Yeah. <laughs> In a row, one after it, the other. They called it Rapey Tuesdays at Flappers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just telling you what their marketing was. This isn't me. No, it's, no, it's true. Yeah, no, I know, I know. You're just speaking, again, you're a jester speaking truth to power. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? I think that I've told you about this on a different episode of this fucking podcast. But they, I went to a show that our friend Joe Kay was on at Flappers once where the premise of the show was every comic on this show is either gay or was in the military. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh my God. I can't remember. It was called like, it was some bad, like don't ask, don't tell pun or something was the name of the show. And And no one told anyone to go to that show. (laughs) No one asked for it. And no one told Nobody asked for it, and nobody yeah. told anyone about it that it was good afterwards. <laughs> I just remember, like, the, and the host of the show, bless his heart, was just like, "This next comic is uh, in the was in the navy, or this next oh, comic man. is a lesbian." No. Oh. Oh, I just had a like a visceral physical reaction. <laughs> I can't believe I've never that. told you about this before. Oh, it's so funny to me because it's the worst. It's like such a let's throw some fucking darts at a board and see what kind of show Jeez. comes up. <laughs> oh, I'm sick to my stomach now. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I think it didn't last long. I think it no. had two oh, shows. No. <laughs> Yeah, they ran out. (laughs) 
they ran out of people that uh, were either gay or in the military and wanted to do the show. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the thing that, like, thinking about, like, going back to the, the idea of, like, comedy is going to significantly be reduced in in stature after this because of just you know money and shit sure but i mean but zoom comedy is surely gonna be just (laughs) as big of a of a thing (laughs) i i i will say i haven't experienced a lot of it i did go to a show a zoom show that was hosted by our friends uh anna valenzuela and tom goss and nat bamel and it was cool, but it was like also a bunch of my friends doing stand up, right? Like, yeah, like you know, yeah, like totally. Brandy Posey right. and Chris yeah, Estrada and friends. shit. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> but like, I can't imagine it being a thing. Like, it's great for right now because it's the only option. Sure, sure. But sure. it's not gonna be like it's not gonna. That's not gonna continue after things start reopening. And then, but also, like, I think that this is gonna be like. This virus is going to kill a lot of bad comedy and we're going to be left mm-hmm. with people who really, really love stand up and want to like, <laughs> you know, like how the bubble yeah. burst in the 90s and then this cool alt scene came out of it sure, with like sure. Patton and Paul F and all my best friends that I name drop. <laughs> right. Of course. Yeah. People <laughs> I who hope have been on happened. this podcast. and Oh, certainly. You know. <laughs> people who I've uh, directly stolen from on stage in the beginning <laughs> years of my career. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just hope that like, you know that what we're left with is better than like a bunch of flappers shows that, and then like, like just like shows that don't need to exist, <laughs> which is so like many most of, them. of them. Yeah. Like uh, a friend of mine, she is a friend of mine. So I feel bad talking shit, but she was doing like a show. It's like, it's a comedy metal show. And it was like, just stand up, but people all wore band t-shirts for metal bands. They liked and uh. they like, and then they would like try to usher in like some reference to like, a concert I went to, and then right, like there wasn't right. anything about metal. <laughs> yeah, very strange. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, that's not like you know, that's that's not a terrible concept. Like, you no, know. you gotta make, uh, you gotta, you gotta do something because you can't just have a stand-up show because there's seven hundred of them in this city every fucking night. <laughs> I do think if you know, if maybe if if live comedy does come back, but the performers start wearing masks that could be really beneficial for me. Uh, I feel like I could really thrive in that kind of an environment where I don't have, no one has to look at my face and (laughs) I could just talk. That's why I do podcasts. (laughs) Yeah. Before we started recording this, you were like, are we doing zoom or is it just audio? (laughs) (laughs) I've done some zoom pods, uh, you know, recently and they've been pretty good. Uh, I don't mind the video the video call thing for that too much, but I, I don't, I don't need it really. I don't, yeah. I don't really feel like it's necessary. Yeah. Cause some comics, I would put you in this, in this category is you don't necessarily do a lot of big act outs physically. Oh no. So it's like, <laughs> so you, you I would don't say like, I'm an energetic comic. <laughs> I think you have a lot of uh, energy in your words. <laughs> My cutting and biting satire. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, hi- oh, hi, Mr. King. Your crown is gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I might have to steal that. I think if you did that bit, that would be very funny. <laughs> like in the middle <laughs> of like a long political like tirade, you just have a really shitty gay joke. <laughs> yeah, I do think if I if I do, I haven't done stand up in a minute even before all this right. uh quarantine stuff it's been it's been a second because i got so so tired uh <laughs> i get I it i feel like i maybe i i'm gonna just not do anything that like any material that like uh matters at all right and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be like a real zany zany comic i think i'm gonna go for zany yeah because it's impossible to like how how everyone's gonna have material which not to say that like you shouldn't write about your life or whatever but like sure. everyone's gonna be like hey the the quarantine was crazy right like when comedy is a thing again like hey lockdown's right. wild my wife you know i had to spend all this time around her turns out she's a real ball and chain but i think oh, the only way the, the only way to stand out is to just be bonkers yeah probably <laughs> just why go I probably crazy. won't succeed <laughs> you never know you never know uh, you never know I don't know. Maybe just drop some acid and just see what comes, you know? 
Oh yeah, no, that's a that's a great recipe for for me doing comedy. Is <laughs> well, to just I'm definitely stare I'm... out into the distance. <laughs> You've done comedy on acid before, right? Yes, I I have actually. I did. I hosted. Uh, I used to run. Speaking of uh, shows, uh, comedy shows that no one needed. <laughs> I used I used to host a comedy show myself. Oh yeah, uh, and it was called Hurt White Feelings and. Uh, for one of the last shows that we did, uh, I did acid before hosting it, and it was a lot of fun. But also, that, I, I wasn't really performing. So, yeah, you were kind of just being funny on acid. I imagine. Yeah, I just it was that was like me when I host a thing. That's when I turn on the energy. That's when I yes. do the high energy thing. Yeah, as you've probably noticed, knowing me for as long as you have, when I'm hosting a show or a podcast, I just like I can never have. I have to always be talking and energetic. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like that well, is what, that is a different skill than just doing stand up. That's sure. the host job, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I really I I did like hosting uh, a show, but you know, uh, it's hard to find places to do those things and also to justify how much work you put into it when oftentimes these shows don't yield a lot of financial gain <laughs> no no uh, i uh, yeah no we i i was actually i did pay my performers but that's good uh, that differentiates differentiates you from a lot of shows <laughs> Uh yeah, I I know, and that is very weird and unfortunate. <laughs> like, yo, this show actually pays you for your time. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't, you know, I did. We ran the show on donations, uh, right. so I I couldn't always pay what I wanted, but uh, I could right. usually pay a little bit, and uh, that didn't always leave much afterwards. <laughs> no, uh, I, that's how me. I always felt after my show was like. After I would sell tickets at the door and still break even at best most of the time, right? Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I would like bring I would like bring food and drinks for comics, and then like I would usually if I had like a like I would drop like a little bit of money on like a Todd Glass or an Eddie Pepitone, you know, to like right, try yeah. to con- confirm that they'll be there. <laughs> uh, but then no, that, I, that is good. Yeah. And then I, I was thinking just now he said if you ran your show because you did it at a bar, right? Hurt white feelings. Uh, yeah, it started at a bar, and then at, uh, when that bar decided that we were no longer welcome, it <laughs> migrated to uh, a variety of different venues. Yeah, it was a traveling show. <laughs> yeah, for a minute, for a minute. If it, if it ended up at Flappers, it would be like, all right, this is Hurt White Feelings, the show where all of our comics are either currently injured or racist. <laughs> <laughs> or white. <laughs> yeah, or white. They're either white or they're not white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be a fun. This is this might be too uh, avant garde, but that's a fun idea mm-hmm. for a show is to like do like a really intentionally bad themed show. You know right. what I mean? Like like where the theme no, makes I, no sense. I know what you mean. I think that would be really popular with non comics. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, really niche inside yeah. comedy bullshit. I think, I think they would grasp that idea, and they would be like, "Oh yeah, totally, I get that. That's funny." I love, I love all the stuff that you guys talk about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love being forced to research and and f- uh, watch a bunch of documentaries about what yeah. comedy is really like, so we, I can enjoy a thing. We'll call the show Inside Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and you just have an umpire you just have an umpire that goes uh, like when anytime you're too relatable he's just like you're out no, no get, strike one ah. this next comic has two balls <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know I don't even understand that <laughs> it's baseball Oh, I, well, baseball also doesn't exist anymore, so. Baseball is going to be one of the sports that actually does come back, I think. Because no one, I think, I mean, qu- it'll come back quicker than others because everyone is so spread out. Like, right. I mean, the fans, like, obviously the fans is going to be the problem. But, like, on the field, like, as long as, you know, dugout quarantine's going on, like, you're all real far away from each other. Sure, sure. Yeah, I've heard that they're they're playing ball in Korea. 
right now. Oh, are they? In South Korea, yeah. I don't know, though. I shouldn't really talk about it because I don't uh, follow <laughs> sports or know anything about sports or uh, have any idea how to play any sport. And I feel like you're probably going to have to cut this out because Uh-oh. it looks like you just got kicked out. I think you just got kicked out. Are you back? Yeah, that was weird. Oh, don't worry. I'll edit that out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I, 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 that's, you'll hear me say you'll probably have to edit this out. <laughs> uh 36 37 let's just put that timestamp down uh <laughs> well what i was gonna what i was saying before all that happened was uh the first thing i know for sure came back was uh ufc because they did a audience list let, like there was no audience for ufc there's just two oh. guys beating the shit out of each other <laughs> yeah i actually saw a clip of that with the wwe oh yeah they're doing that with the professional ra- wrestling Which- as well was actually very engaging to watch. I bet. It, it was basically just like black box theater. It really, yeah. It's like, it was but like if they did muscle you, guys. Yeah, if they did rest, a wrestling improv show at the Pack Theater. <laughs> right. Yeah, or like, or you know, or like they did like a really low key staging of like Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf with John Cena. <laughs> who's afraid of macho man randy savage <laughs> that, that actually does good i'd watch it i do know watch that, it uh i would watch that shit too i know because i'm watching some shit tonight on twitch that unfortunately when the time this episode comes out already happened but they're probably going to do it again uh our friends uh rivers langley and eric barnes and pat riley are doing wrestling pro wrestling their indie wrestling circuit but they're doing it with AI matches on a WWE video game that they made all the avatars look exactly like the wrestlers in the circuit. <laughs> and they're going to commentate over it like it's a real thing and they're going to stream it on Twitch. I was like, that sounds delightful. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I was very, I was like, that is probably one of the more ingenious things I've seen people do like transition wise, like to quarantine stuff. Yeah, like that's the kind of stuff I'd rather watch than like Zoom stand up totally totally like zoom stand up or or uh just regular twitch uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah also that or zoom are, are they doing zoom improv uh i mean i know there's zoom podcasts like improv podcasts still happening because i listen to a few sure uh, but the timing is just slightly off and sometimes it's jarring but it seems to yeah. work <laughs> yeah that's the thing it is it is a little bit of a you know the technology isn't wasn't quite prepared for covid Especially not uh, America's technology, because we have the worst internet speeds. Yeah, no, like we, our infrastructure is fucked. No, we're doing okay though. You know, I love what? it when my bill. I love it when my bill goes up fifteen dollars, and then I get throttled to seven megabytes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I have to call and pretend like I'm going to cancel my service if they don't knock that fifteen dollars off. <laughs> Which works. It's just like it's a big trick. It's all just a big trick. They just ra- after a year they just raise your internet, and then you have to be like, "Well, I'm going to go with Comcast," and they go, "Ah, oh, we just want to see if we could trick you into paying more. Nah. We didn't actually have to do that." It's so yep. terrible. Every every uh, company in America is basically a Ponzi scheme. Just <laughs> Pretty like- much. It's all just a fucking three. It's all a shell game. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically. Just- Oh, it's terrible. But, you know, I have hope for the future. Oh, you do? <laughs> I don't Why? know. This is me trying to this is me trying to segue naturally into a closing. So, oh, OK, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> no, sure, I, sure. I do think I do think, though, like there's one thing that this nightmare skull fuck of a year has taught me about myself is that most people are good. You know, like most people want to just be, I think like, I, I think the loudest people are terrible. The people that we hear <laughs> from a lot, but like, you know, with like people who listen to this podcast and people that you see on no, social the people, media, that, like, the yeah. people who listen to this podcast are great. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think they represent the majority of the world. It's more everyone so than- else who is bad. <laughs> Literally everyone who's not an Unpops listener can exactly. go fuck themselves. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, do you genuinely believe that most people are, are dicks or are you just saying that to be fun? Uh, I'm trying to decide what is the least alienating way to answer this question. <laughs> 
I mean, uh, to be fair, we've all been locked inside for two months. So sure. uh, the views, the views uh, spoken here may be a byproduct of some quarantine brain, but you never know. Yeah, no, you know, I just feel like uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just such a pessimistic person. And yeah. this has really not done anything to uh, to stop that. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it's, gonna make it more. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's really tough. Uh, I have a hard time uh, thinking of uh, non pessimistic, annoying fucking things to, th- <laughs> to think and say, like, that's really, I mostly just keep my fucking mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> because no one needs to hear my bullshit. I, I, I get that. Like, I've been trying really hard to not be on social media like as much as i always always used to be and like i'm still on it all the time same but i i i have to like i'll catch myself and be like no no no, turn it off and go play borderlands and put your phone in the other room like literally put your phone in the other room and go play a video game yeah even though i'm playing a game i don't like the writing of yeah you know it's it's, no it's 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 a it's a fun game it's just yeah we've talked i i I turn off i just turn off the dialogue in the in the options and then oh you can do that you can at least turn it down and then i just Uh, listen to a book (laughs) that's that's a brilliant idea holy shit (laughs) oh my god uh because otherwise i was just turning the volume all the way down and i was just like well this sucks this is weird now i'm not hearing the guns but uh, but no, you know, like I don't know. It, it, it's a uh, it's it's tough. I definitely have not been spending as much time on social media as I have been because of that very reason. It, yeah. No one needs to hear the shit that I'm actually thinking about. <laughs> well, also, <laughs> and, like it is uh, just a, like especially Twitter. It's just like my whole first like thirty scrolls are just retweets from people that I don't even like don't even know. Just sharing more bad news and yeah. that shit just puts yeah. me in a very negative headspace it's terrible yeah uh, you should watch one piece <laughs> just that's well, what I, I do i i gotta i gotta uh what i gotta finish this fucking prank show and then <laughs> sure 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 <laughs> i think i have one episode left of that um and then maybe then maybe this is how i finally get into anime who knows yeah, <laughs> hey I, i've got recommendations for you not one piece oh i'm sure start, <laughs> I, know, I know i know you do i'm uh, always a- here like i'm like pounced and like like waiting <laughs> for whenever you're like you know i think this is when i'm gonna start watching anime and then i <laughs> leap in the frame and i'm like, like <laughs> you should watch the little alchemist <laughs> you're like my fucking guinea pigs when i crinkle a bag with that shit <laughs> yeah you're just up on the side of the cage like ooh, ooh daddy <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been seeing that trending. Uh, I guess Avatar is making a big uh, cultural swing back to uh, to yeah. relevancy. Well, that's because it's people are watching it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what happens when a really good show is being watched by lots of people. The show fucking rules. So uh, I'm gonna try that. I did watch a couple. I, I have seen a few episodes of that. I do remember enjoying it. I may give it a shot. But I also I can't pro- I can't promise anything. I've let you down before. <laughs> I oh, no, I know. I know. <laughs> In more ways over. than just anime. <laughs> <laughs> you know, by continuing to be myself. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no, I'm in therapy now. It's fine. Good. Uh, <laughs> which, you know, I, I, I do think I get a, a discount if I refer a friend. So I'm gonna oh, send okay. you <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I, I I won't take it, but I you know <laughs> You can. You sound like me for the last ten years of my life. No, I. I, It's not that I don't want to go to therapy. I. I don't think that I. I, Virtual therapy would not do anything. I'm not. I'm not there. That's not. Yeah, it's a little. uh, It's a little. It's a little weird. Uh, so far I did it just, uh, I probably talked about this in the intro of this episode. Who knows? But I did the uh, phone phone call version for the first one instead of like a video chat or like a text chat, and that was a good way to ease me into it because I was feeling. The hardest thing about therapy is like just pulling the trigger and fucking trying like, right. you know, and yeah, that made it, it a little easier. It's kind of weird because of the fact that I do podcasts and now especially am recording uh, remote podcasts from right. 2,500 miles away. But I, right. I, I hate talking on the phone more than anything in the entire Same. world. And so I just don't know that I could handle it. I just couldn't <laughs> handle it. I think I think the worst thing 
for me, like, it's the worst thing for me is answering a phone call. But like once I'm in it, because I've been like trying to do like some like just like with my comedy friends in L.A., like, like, oh, we should do like a killer mic Google hangout like to sure. like, for the open mic and like see some people that I would see on that night. And we're all drinking and like wasted and shit. Yeah. And it's absolute chaos. No, it's very hard to get, <laughs> have I a conversation. I can imagine. <laughs> if you keep it to like three or four people, it's pretty fine. Sure. But as soon as people start adding more people and you get like eight, it's just madness. Yeah. But uh, it has been helpful. Uh, and I think that's maybe what opened me up to the idea of doing it more. No, that's so good. It, no, I think that's good. I don't want to poo poo, you know, you don't want to yuck that. anyone's yum. Uh, no, exactly. I would hate yeah. to yuck someone's yum. <laughs> it's my least favorite thing to do. Uh, but you know, I uh, yeah, it's uh, it's, it is interesting how much I hate doing uh, that thing. <laughs> because I think without the the structure of a podcast, I just mostly don't like talking. Oh, well, you got to listen to the new podcast on the Bleak and Review Patreon where I record secretly record all my sessions with my therapist. And I just put oh. them out. <laughs> Can sounds... you fucking imagine? <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> that sounds pathologic. <laughs> yeah, that sounds uh, incredibly L.A. of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of incredibly LA, I can't oh. wait until Olivia, you're back incredibly close to LA and we're able to s- hang out again and play video games and stuff. <sighs> yeah, me too. I wish I knew when that was going to happen. <laughs> we'll figure That's it out. That's the you thing know, that I want. We're going to reopen at a questionable time, so it's going to be great. Uh, everything yeah, will be I back think, to normal. <laughs> I think what's going to end up happening is we're reopening right now too soon. My Indiana is already open right now. Really? It's, off, it's awful. I oh, mean, no. mostly, mostly, but like it is, it's so stupid. But I think that our government is going to continue to be stupid and it, they're going to reopen everything way too fast. Uh, before we have the second wave spike in September or October. Yeah, we're going to we, we we started this thing off responding too slow and we're going to reopen too fast. <laughs> right. And then we're going to have a giant another second wave with another yeah. 200,000 people dying. And I think but I think in that gap where we have just been so stupid that we're going to reopen all of our businesses, that's when I can get out. I think that's <laughs> yeah, going to so I look forward to seeing you in that window. <laughs> right. Yeah. As soon as everyone is stupid enough to start being normal again. <laughs> uh, but if people uh, want to hear you before all of that, they can hear you on the conspiracy show, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mostly we've just been doing co- – I've been doing the conspiracy show a couple times. Uh, we just did an episode about Tom Arnold's Trump tape. <laughs> TV show. <laughs> One of the fucking worst things I've ever seen can't believe that it sounds like a family guy cutaway gag like the it, description of what that show is it plays like a family guy cutaway <laughs> gag this honestly. reminds me of the time that tom arnold had his trump show on viceland hey lois it's a pretty good peter griffin i have been my comfort food has been early no. episodes of family guy yeah oh no. come on those first three seasons are really no, good no nope all right i guess you're right <laughs> not gonna go there with you Sorry, hey, buddy. Lois, this reminds me of the first three seasons of Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mildly entertaining. <laughs> ah, remember before we got Mila Kunis? Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, the first season, it's a different a voice actor for Meg. Oh, I didn't know that. That was when it was the best. I love oh, first yeah. season, different voice actors because I'm different. Yeah, right, no, we've you're... <laughs> And people can find your uh, your uh, pessimistic Twitter at hi there hi <laughs> yes yeah hi there hi there hi there uh, on Twitter uh, I am constantly refraining from tweeting about how much I want to die. <laughs> I Lois, this reminds me of that time I wanted to kill myself in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to do. I think. I think this is going to be a future fake ad for Bleak and Review. It's something to do with that bit. <laughs> do, do Family Guy? Uh, you yeah, have fake no. ads for Bleak and Review? That's all. Come on. You've, so you've never listened. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought they were all real ads. Oh, you were good. Are those going not extra canon? Oh, are those not real canon. products? These are real goods and services that the good people of several uh, uh, upstart businesses uh, have been uh, sending me copy for. So, yes, they're real. Canon is intact. Oh. 
next time next time I'm on the show, we got to talk about David Lynch's daily weather reports. Oh my I god! Meant to, I and meant to talk to... about that. It's and, been and the, the best monkey. thing. <laughs> oh well, well, I did get David Lynch's fo- uh, phone number, so maybe we can get him on one of these calls oh, at some point. <laughs> I'm not yes, going to make any I promises, love, but I would love for that to happen. <laughs> But he's been ma- he's been really increasing his online presence with these weather reports. So maybe I gotta I gotta that- catch up. Yeah, we'll have you back on soon for sure. Because goddamn, yeah. I'm gonna need to. I've promised a lot to Patreon people, so I need to keep doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, that's my only real plug here is uh, go to the uh, Bleak and Review Patreon. This is a free episode, but if you subscribe at Patreon.com/slash Bleak and Review, you get an extra episode every Tuesday or Wednesday if I forget what day it is. That's only happened <laughs> once. <laughs> so far (laughs) 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 and you know i'm gonna be doing some other uh fun fun one-off content there once i have uh more ability to do so olivia thank you so much for joining me today thank you for having me of course it's always a delight and a treasure uh and i will see you on borderlands later today probably of of course of course of course (laughs) of course of course all right until next week everybody we'll see you on tuesday on patreon bye 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 for even more bleak and review related content head over to patreon.com slash bleak and review today give a white man some of your money satire